0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Film with CJ, your favorite podcast about film, I'm hoping. My name is CJ, my pronouns are they, them, as always. How are we doing? We are in the fifth month of 2022. We are regressing in terms of women's rights. How great is that? How great is that? Pretty fucking great. Pretty fucking great. Obviously, I'm being very facetious. It's not great. It's actually very fucking scary. Um, But that's not what we're on the podcast to talk about. So um, let's try to. I don't even know. Like, (laughs) I don't even know. I don't want to say, like, put that on the back burner because that's not appropriate. But, you know, let's talk about film. Today I want to talk about Fresh and I'm going back to my roots. I want to do a review about a movie that is only on streaming services. This movie is a Hulu original actually Um, and it stars Sebastian Stan and Daisy Edgar Jones who I've never seen before um, as the two main characters Sebastian Stan as a character named Steve and Daisy Edgar Jones as a character named Noah which is such a pretty name or cool name for a girl I'm really into like androgynous names that could like go either way um that's like that's my ish I dig that fresh is a movie that came out earlier this year and it follows a girl named noah who is you know trying to date um in you know a rather large city uh using dating apps and it's not going well she's kind of discouraged by like how unsuccessful she is she eventually runs into a guy at the grocery store who's like super charming and handsome and they really hit it off she falls in love with him and he's like oh let's take a trip together like let's you know, let's be by ourselves, yada, 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 which, you know, red flag, right there, red flag, um, because they'd only been dating for, like, a couple weeks, I guess, um, and finds out dude is a cannibal, and the movie kind of, like, discusses cannibalism and the elite, um, and, like, what people are, what people with money do this movie really made me think about like what you i mean i always knew this but and it, it definitely begs the question like what you can get away with if you are filthy fucking rich like you really do not have to abide by any social norms if you are really really rich you really don't because You can pay for privacy, exclusivity, anonymity, and you really just don't, like, you can be so deviant. You can be so deviant if you're rich enough. Um, And that is really jarring and kind of scary and... (laughs) This movie definitely taps into that fully. Um, And it just kind of makes me wonder, like, especially in the U.S., what people are really up to in the upper echelons of society. On to the actors. I mean, Sebastian Stan never had a bad movie. Never had a bad movie. If the movie was bad, it wasn't because of him. Like, that man can act. That is a king. He always does a fantastic job. Does not disappoint. He is amazing at playing a character that is not what he seems on the surface. Um, Did a fantastic job. Like, I have no notes, honestly. Killed it. Daisy Edgar Jones also killed it. I've never seen her in anything before. This was the first, you know, piece of work that, you know, introduced me to her. She also did an incredible job. I know that she's going to be in other things after this. I know that she was also at the Met Gala that happened, you know, two days ago now. Um, She did fantastic. She starts out in the movie as kind of like a... She's very witty, um, self-aware, self-deprecating character in a funny way. And um, she turns into kind of like a... She has to be like a a manipulative conniving girl to like get out of the situation that um she's put in and both of them together like have great chemistry um and they made a fantastic movie i will say that this movie the imagery the imagery is not for the faint of heart um because it does deal with cannibalism like i know that they're not um using like real human meat on set to make the movie however they do have some imagery that you know is strongly suggestive considering um the subject matter and if that is not something that you know that you can handle I would say that this movie probably isn't for you um because it, like it even though it's something that I could stomach it like it did kind of make my skin crawl still and that's the point. Um, so I know like if you don't have that kind of I don't even know how to say it but like if it's not something that you could potentially stand like I wouldn't watch this movie because um, it, it is strongly suggestive in that regard. I am also all for Hulu doing original works, doing more original works. Um, Honestly, they've been, they've been hits. Like, everything that I've seen that's been a Hulu original has been fucking fantastic. And I know that, like, Netflix does that and Amazon does that and Apple TV does that and HBO Max does that. Um, and HBO Max also has really good original films I feel like Netflix started doing that and they fucking took that and ran for the fucking hills like everything on Netflix is a Netflix original now and like I would say 60 to 70 percent of them are not good but Hulu I feel like they were kind of the not the last people but definitely don't have the most original um hulu original content out there but i feel like the ones that they do have have been really good and um i know that they've started to pick up and do a few more now and like i'm a big fan i'm a big fan i think my next episode will also be reviewing a hulu original that i really liked um i'm not gonna say it because i want to keep y'all interested but yeah i don't know i'm i'm very excited for like the direction that hulu is heading and honestly i'm not i don't know if i'm gonna have netflix like this time next year because i just think that they're going down fucking hill um so there's that on that one thing that i didn't like about this movie. It's, it just has you know the stereotypical some of the stereotypical horror movie tropes where it's like you know young girl super naive um pretty trusting I mean very glaring red flags and the other guy but she's like so in love that she doesn't see them or she doesn't want to see them or she's just like you know what fuck it I'm just gonna do it because I don't care about my safety Um, That can be kind of annoying and it gets kind of old, um, especially because that's just a very common theme in uh, horror movies. And I wish like we would just have like a stupid boy, a stupid guy in a horror movie. But why does it always have to be the girl who's like the stupid one or the naive one or the ignorant one or the super trusting one? Just kind of annoying. Like, let me see something else. Okay, what are the reviews saying? On Rotten Tomatoes, 81%, 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 66% on Metacritic, 4.3 out of 5 stars on Google. Somebody said there are rare occasions where you are instinctively drawn to watch a movie whether it be reading the film's synopsis, watching a trailer, or stumbling upon an article. This instinct and desire acts as a giant broom as it sweeps aside your long list of to-watch films and torpedoes the movie straight to the top. Fresh for Me was one of those films. To be honest, I don't exactly recall the reason it sped to the top, but I do vaguely remember reading something that compared this film to an old favorite, The Human Centipede. A film that made me realize the downward slippery slope of a society's desensitization to shock horror and the limitless boundaries of creativity on the subject. Fresh to me feels like it is several stereotypical films that have been brilliantly stitched together. Starting off as a traditional rom-com with a girl looking for love in the modern day dating scene, transitioning into a bit of a thriller as she is kidnapped, then going into complete madness with a horrid take of cannibalism. The film does this meticulously and is able to carry an undertone of dark humor, which is very cohesive during the different phases of the film. The acting is both by both the leads in this film, Daisy Edgar-Jones and Sebastian Stan, was fantastic. They were convincing and relatable enough, which drew you into the film's core storyline that made you feel for the victims and built up a form of anger and disgust for the villain. To support such a variety of plot twists, the film needed to nail the script and cinematography, and both of these were on point. The language is modern enough to create a sense of connection and authenticity. The camera angles creating a vibe and move, mood that is visually aesthetic and engrossing for the viewer. The only negatives of this film and very common for the horror genre would manifest in the in the last 10 minutes. The ending seemed anticlimactic and very lackluster after such a phenomenal buildup, The last few scenes failed to satisfy the emotion created throughout With far too many why-would-you-do-that moments, it lost what it created within a few seconds. Despite being let down towards the end, I think the unique storyline, differentiated execution, and all the other elements made this a great film to watch, and one I hope, and one I was happy to promote to the top of my list. 8 out of 10. This review is very spot on. I don't disagree with anything. I especially, you know, resonate with The fact that the ending of this movie is kind of like, you know, it leaves you with a little bit to be desired, especially because the first, you know, hour and 40 minutes are, there's a lot of emotion, there's a lot of buildup as this person was talking about it. And it's, you know, very, it's very good. Like you want to watch it. It's not cheesy, it's not corny, it's not like, you know, overwhelmingly predictable that you get with a lot of horror movies. But I do feel like the ending was kind of like, just all the shit that we've seen before in a horror movie um and I think with a movie that started off so strong to end it in a way that we've seen a million times before is kind of really disappointing so I get what this person is saying about that someone else said well that took a turn firstly imagine how much money Steve would have made off of Sheila from Santa Clarita Diet Fresh is not what I expected, it's not a comedy, and even though it's quite gory, I can't call it a whore either, but that's the nearest genre you could give it. It's not there to scare you out of your couch or sleep, maybe out of your dating life, but that's about it. It's a romance gone wrong. I like how it combines two of my favorite genres because I'm a sucker for lovey-dovey movies, but then it takes a turn. The first part of the movie is quite normal, girl with an inauspicious dating life, to say the least, meets a seemingly nice guy and they hit it off. A meat cute. The opening credits roll in after 30 minutes as if to signal the end of that and start of something else, a 30 minute intro. I guess it's the hopeless romantic side of me that led me to believe for a split second that this was going to turn into a rom com, then it didn't, and I thought, oh, so he's gonna end up molest- being the molesting type, and then it took another, even worse turn. All my premeditations just kept getting crossed out of the something worse, out for something worse, so I just stopped assuming. My assumptions were actually going to be easier to stomach than how it actually turned out. It's really quite a shocking and decent film in an unsettling way, and I liked it. It's not gory enough to put off an average viewer. It somehow sits on the edge where both horror fan and non-fan could enjoy the movie. I think, they should be, I think there should be a genre for movies like this one, like Promising Young Woman or The Invisible Man, which I did love but didn't find it frightening enough to call it a horror And this definitely isn't a comedy. I don't know why it's described as such. It's uncomfortable to watch, yet entertaining at the same time because it doesn't let itself become unwashable, which it easily could have been, and I think it's exquisite directing. Give this movie probably like a 7.5 out of 10. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the acting. I thought the ending could be better, but don't we all wish that pretty much all horror movies had better endings? I don't know how we are going to get directors and writers of horror movies to create better endings for their movies. Like I just I don't know what the hurdle is um cuz it seems like it's been that way for like decades. Um but yeah, could have been better at the ending, but overall really enjoyed it. Enjoyed the little nuance of it and I think it was done well from a cinematography standpoint um, and, like, you know, a camera angle and a casting standpoint was also done well. This is not a movie that, like, needs a necessarily extravagant or, like, particularly unique wardrobe. It's just, like, literally everyday people, uh, type thing. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. I recommend you see it. It's on Hulu. It's a Hulu original. Came out earlier this year. Um, so go watch it if you feel inclined. Um, I've got another episode in the works, to be honest. And, you know, every time I say that, I say that every week. And I literally don't record until the day before the episode is supposed to come out. And I know I say I'm going to do better about it. But the truth is that, the, the truth is, is that I just, I haven't. I haven't gotten there yet. I'm working on it. But um, I do have another idea for the movie that I'm going to review next week. Um and so I'll see you on my film it's next Thursday.